Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast is a Christ-centered podcast established in 2019 and hosted weekly by Pastor Chris Busher. Addressing a host of topics such as the Great Commission, Christian discipleship, and often featuring interviews with special guests who are experts in their field. The views and events expressed on this podcast and all related materials belong solely to their author and not necessarily to the author's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. While all attempts are made to present accurate information, some information may become outdated over time. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast makes every attempt to timely update any and all such information. Without further delay, here's another powerful episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Dallas, here in Sao Paulo, Brazil. It's another beautiful day here in Brazil. Today, we have another amazing guest, Dr. Andy Laurie. Andy, how are you today? I'm well, thank you. It's a pleasure to have you here. And where are you calling from, just so our listeners can know? I am in the desert of southern Arizona. We're actually in Tucson, Arizona here. (laughs) I haven't been to Arizona very many times, but I have heard that it's so hot in the summer that the paint peels off of the cars. Is this true? (laughs) Yeah, but it's a dry heat, so we kind of chuckle with that. Yeah, it's quite hot here. (laughs) It's hot. And so what's the weather today? Is it just your normal temperature or is it blazing hot? What's it like? You know, this tends to be our uh, monsoon season, so it's, at least for Tucson standards, it's cloudy, it's humid, probably about 95 degrees, so not not too pleasant Mm -hmm. right now. And one more question about the weather. Does it snow in Arizona? (laughs) I I would say at least in Tucson, we're actually about 2,500 feet, so maybe once every couple years we'll get a little snow, it'll stick for about a minute, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Brazilians here are crazy about snow because it only snows like a rarity. Like in one state, it only snows in, I grew up in Northwest Missouri, so it snows okay. every year and I'm tired of it. It's sick. It's gross. It's wet, you know? <laughs> so Arizona sounds like a great place. Yeah, it is. Andy, thank you so much for joining us today. We're going to talk about your book, When Skies Aren't Blue, A Physician's personal journey. And before I talk about the book itself, can I just give you the next five to 10 minutes and share about your testimony, why you're a Christian, why you're still a believer today, things like that. Sure. That sounds good. Yeah. As you said, it's a physician's personal journey. So uh, I am a medical doctor, actually just uh, retired earlier this year, just for some health reasons, which we'll talk about more as, as we go along here. But I am also a pastor, been a pastor for over uh, 20, 20 years now. So a little bit unique being uh, both a pastor and a physician. So to kind of share my journey, how that happened, I think if I went back in time and somebody would have told Andy when he was back in uh, medical school, that guess what? You're going to end up being a pastor someday. <laughs> I, I would have just laughed in their face. <laughs> you, you have got to be kidding me. At that time, uh, I didn't even really believe in God. I thought people who were Christians. We had this kind of Christian medical student fellowship kind of association. And I was just thinking, you got to be kidding me. Uh, well, these guys are smart. Why, why do they believe this stuff? It's a bunch of myths, a bunch of fairy tales. It's, a, it's just a crutch for them to rely on. So the idea that that guy was going to end up becoming a pastor someday, I would have just laughed at that time. But what ended up happening through that 
process. While I certainly I didn't believe in God, I did believe in Darwinian macroevolution, not because anybody proved it to be true, but because professors just told me it was, and on blind faith, I just kind of accepted it to be that way. And that ended up having a real, I guess, profound effect on me on a almost a subconscious level that I started thinking, what's the point of this? You know, here I am, I'm in medical school. I mean, I got this great career as a doctor ahead of me. And I was just thinking, what's the point? I'm just another evolutionary accident. You know, I'm here today, I'm gone tomorrow, and someday I will just die and my body will just decompose and become, I don't know, fertilizer for the next generation mm-hmm. of accidents. And all I can think of, what is the point of this? And I was, I was miserable. I was just deep down miserable, this overwhelming sense of futility, but I didn't have any answers. I just assumed that was the way it was. So ended up uh, at the very end of medical school. I got married. My wife and I, we got married and uh, we moved to Tucson, Arizona uh, to start my residency. So I'm Dr. Andy now at that time. After about a year into that, uh, my wife decided time to go to church. I have no idea why she decided to do that. No doubt it was God kind of nudging her a little bit there. And so she asked me if I wanted to go and I looked at her like, why would I want to do that? What a complete total waste of time. And yet she was insistent, thankfully, and uh, we went. And it's kind of crazy. That first time, first time I've been in church there, ironically, that's the same church I'm now a pastor at many for many years. But the first time in the church there, the pastor said something. It just floored me. He said, the thing that separates Christianity from every other religion in the world is that it's true. We don't ask you to believe on blind faith. All the other religions do because they're not true. Christianity has facts and proof and evidence. And it just blew me away. It just floored me. I had never heard anything like that before. And I ended up tearing into that the same way I did all of my studies, you know, all those years to become a physician. I just dug into it, looking at history, fulfilled prophecies, statistical studies, the science, really studied evolution and creation on a scientific basis, objective, what it said. And when that was all said and done, it was clear to me. I mean, it was crystal clear to me. The facts are clear. The facts are obvious. This is real. This is true. And everything changed from that moment. I made that decision. I need to get right with God, commit my life to Christ. And all of a sudden, everything changed. While I was still a doctor, grateful to be able to do that, it was no longer my passion in life. I mean, doctors temporarily can heal the body, and that's great that we can play a role in that. Mm-hmm. Being in the ministry, you make that eternal difference. And that became kind of my driving passion in life. Uh, ended up finishing residency, went into private practice. I uh, was doing that for a couple years and got the phone call from that church. Again, the same one, that, that's the same, same church. I ended up getting a phone call and the pastor was like, I'm sure you have no interest in this because you're a doctor, but we have an opening on staff. Would you be interested in coming in? And I think I floored him with my answer was, oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, and that's it. I mean, from there, God's been able to work out all the details to allow me to Uh, continue to practice uh, as a physician on a part-time basis, but then really put my main focus uh, into the ministry. And so that's how I got from there to here. Wow. 
You're listening to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. You want a great marriage, right? If you are searching for the right life partner, or struggling in the hard early years of marriage, or approaching the empty nest years, then this course, Achieve Your Magnificent Marriage, is for you. This course is a wonderful resource for counselors, therapists, and pastors meeting with couples from all stages of marriage, from pre-marriage counseling to those teetering on divorce. Find this course by searching transformyour.family. Transformyour.family. Are you looking for a positive podcast to amplify your self-awareness, dive deep into understanding of who you are as a person, how to deal with your inner struggles, as well as how to make small changes that will shape you to create a better version of yourself? Then the Good Vibes Podcast with host Rainer Baines is for you. Baines' goal is to provide you with soulful doses of enlightenment and self-discovery. Find the Good Vibes Podcast on all mainstreaming platforms today. I bet it's a challenge balancing those two. From a time standpoint, and again, we'll talk more about that with some of my health issues. From a time standpoint, yeah, it was tough to balance that. But when you truly get the facts and the proof and the evidence, the two really mesh together beautifully. Science Mm -hmm. clearly points to a creator, and those two just kind of fortified each other. So. And so were you a physician pastor or a pastor physician? Like what was your, your order there? (laughs) It's so funny. People in the church, what do we call you? And they sort of call me Dr. Pastor Andy. And then I coached the kids soccer soccer team and I became Dr. Pastor Coach Andy. So (laughs) there you go. Wow. Many hats. (laughs) There we go. Well, thank you, Andy. Thanks for sharing that for our listeners here today. Uh, You're welcome. And a little bit more about your book now. So you said a little bit about your story, about some health concerns in there. So what can you say for this to continue your talking about this book and your personal journey as well? Yeah. Okay. And, and that'll kind of get into the book a little bit. So the book is called When Skies Aren't Blue. And it says a physician's personal journey because my skies turned very dark 18 years ago. So it was Christmas time, 2003. I remember it uh, so so clearly. Prior to that, I was completely healthy. I mean, a picture of health. I was working nearly full-time at night as an emergency room radiologist, covering four hospitals by day. I was, we just actually started a new church that I was pastoring, so I was getting that up and going. Four kids, I mean, married. I mean, I was strong and healthy and vibrant and juggling all this stuff and, and, and doing fine with it. Then, it was Christmas time, 2003, woke up one morning with <clears throat> what I thought was the stomach flu. Turned out not to be. Ended up uh, turning out to be, uh, uh, let's kind of get a little bit complex, but a, a disease of the autonomic nervous system. It's called dysautonomia, where it basically the body kind of turns on itself. It attacks the autonomic nervous system. That's the part of the body and the nervous system that controls things like digestion, heart rate blood pressure, breathing, all the stuff that, all the stuff that the important stuff. Yeah. Mm. The stuff that happens auto- automatically. And so uh, as a result, kind of a long story short, all that shut down. I instantly went from vibrant, strong, and healthy 
to barely surviving. I mean, I didn't, the first two or three months, I mean, I was dependent on IV fluids. We didn't even know whether I was going to live or not and going to specialist after specialist. It was, it was just a wreck. Uh, the disease ended up turning on the heart and blood pressure and then got diagnosed with something called POTS. Some of your listeners may be familiar with that, postural orthostatic tachycardic syndrome. But Kind of a long story short, for the last 18 years now, I went from vibrant, strong, healthy to somebody that wakes up every morning with feels like the flu uh, to various degrees. I'm either so sick I can't even get up and function through the day or sometimes it's a better day and I can get up and do some things and accomplish some things. And that has been ongoing for 18 years, uh, multiple wow. surgeries, surgeries, procedures, re-procedures. It's it's a nightmare, and I, I I went through a lot of that in the book and kind of went through my story. But the bottom line went from incredibly strong and healthy to everything getting turned rapidly, and the book is about that journey. I could imagine going from the successful career that you had as a doctor now feeling like a patient yourself. Yeah, that was uh, I was a patient. Uh, that that was an wow. interesting part of the journey, but. Kind of on a on a bigger sense from that, I mean, yeah, obviously going from doctor to patient and, and that dynamic, but kind of in a, a bigger sense to go from strong, vibrant, healthy to overwhelmed and struggling and everything becomes a challenge and difficult. That really is a key theme that I really did bring up in the book. And the reason I bring that up is because for your listeners or for people, friends or family that are going through chronic illness or chronic struggles, one of the most challenging parts of that journey, if our skies are ever going to turn blue, is understanding that we've done everything we can to a point and this is now our life. And to be able to adjust and say, I need to let the old life go and the things I used to be able to do, that used to be able to accomplish and the strength I used to have and understand this is my new life. And God could take me through my new life and bring me some victory in this new life and brighten those skies up. But until I let the old life go, it's not going to happen. And it is a mm -hmm. tremendously difficult thing to let the old life go. And that's one of the themes of the book that I really developed on how to do that, how to be able to let that old life go and embrace that new life with God to be able to get those skies to to brighten up again. So yeah, that was quite a, a transition for me nonetheless. For me, it really points to identity. Like I'm sure you had your identity and yes, I'm a man, I'm a doctor, I'm doing all these things, I'm a pastor. You know, your identity is set in that. And then, like you said, this new life, man, what, yeah. what did you learn about identity during this time? Yeah, that was just a, a devastating time. It's so much so Again, because my identity was set in a certain way, and when that old life just was gone, I remember I used to just lay in bed, lay in bed just for hours on end, staring up, room room dark, shades closed, all the lights off, and just stare up at the the dark ceiling for hours on end. It just felt like this. I'm in this dark tunnel, and there's no light anywhere at all, because in fact that identity was in the old life. And until I was able to let go of the old one, embrace the new one, redefine victory and understand mm -hmm. from a biblical perspective. And here's the wild thing, Dallas. I was a pastor for a lot of years. 
just a lot of years up to that point, I knew all this stuff. I knew my identity is not in my physical body. I knew my identity is found in that which is in, the part of me that's created in the image of God. That's my identity. The identity. So I knew all that intellectually, logically. But man, when you're going through it and you're sick and you're struggling, it's a real challenge. And so it was a very real process I had to go through to get back to understanding. Andy, you know this. You know who you are. You know what you are. You know you're made in the image of God. You know the part that is you is not that sick part. The part that you is that that inner man that's made in the image of Christ. That's being renewed day by day. And Boy, it is a struggle. And again, I talked a lot about that in the book. And for your listeners that that they themselves are struggling with that, I really encourage them really focus on that. Read through that. They can reach out to me as well uh, if they have some questions on that, because that that really is key to be able to get those skies skies bright again when when life smacks us down pretty good like that. Mm -hmm. And a little bit more about this, pressing into that, your faith playing into bringing hope and peace again in your life. So. When, how did you get from the dark to the light? You said you embraced the new, but how about your faith journey, maybe your devotion life, your relationship with God? What did that look like? That's a, that's a great question. Uh, boy, there's there's so much to this. I know we're somewhat limited of time, but one of the things when I kind of shared my story earlier that brought me to Christ to begin with was the fact that I studied this thing out. Intellectually, logically, factually, I knew. I knew God, Jesus, and the Bible are true. I knew regardless of what I'm going through, God is still on his throne. He is real, and he's got this thing. Faith became, That level of faith becomes so important because when we are dealing with chronic problems, in my case, chronic health, some people may have, I don't know, relationship problems that aren't going away or financial calamity, whatever it is, when we're dealing with those ongoing problems, those can be moments we our faith gets really challenged, those crises of faith. But the fact that I knew, I knew this is real, I knew this is true, I kept coming back to that. All right, Andy, you're suffering, you're struggling, but I know God's there. I know God's going to take me through this thing. I know Satan's throwing a lot of garbage away. God is still greater than him. And keep coming back to that foundation that God is real was absolutely vital. In fact, in the book, I talked about 10 key prescriptions if we're ever going to turn things around and get to bright skies again. The first one is that critical understanding, God is real. And I kind of walked through that whole process there. So yeah, that that faith was critical to say the least. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else that you'd like to mention about your book? Boy, there's a, there's a whole bunch of things I'd like to, to mention about the book, but kind of just in summary, uh, kind of the reason I put this thing together. First of all, it, it was challenging to do. I'm still, as I said, I'm, I'm obviously, I'm still not healthy. I still have a lot of struggles. It was physically challenging. Emotionally, it is, your readers will, will read it. I mean, there's a lot of very personal things in there and things that I struggle with. Emotionally, it was very challenging to do. But the reason I put this thing together is because over the last, gosh, 18 years now that I've dealt with this, at least at the church, I, I'm still involved in ministering there as my health allows. I've been kind of the, I don't know, the go-to guy for people that are struggling, you know, that mm -hmm. they're going through difficult things in life. You know, hey, go see Pastor Andy. I, I, he could really probably help you through this process, both as a physician and as a pastor. And over these last 18 years, I, I've just gained so much wisdom in an area that so many people struggle with. And it just kind of dawned on me, 
you know what? While the people in the church have been benefiting from this, mankind in general really struggles with this. And I just, I wanted to get this message out beyond just the church to others. And so as challenging it was to get that book together, I did. And that is why I put it together. So certainly for any of your listeners that they, they themselves are finding their life is skies aren't so blue anymore because of just the heartaches and the difficulties of life, or maybe somebody they love or care about. I, I think this book really can be tremendously helpful for them. So that's why I did it. Yeah. Thank you. And you said earlier that it was released in about June this year, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And the best way to get it, if, if anybody wants, uh, just go to my webpage. Uh, it's when skies aren't blue.com. So it's just spell it out. No spaces. When skies aren't blue.com, no apostrophe because you can't do that on mm-hmm. the webpage. So it's just go when skies aren't blue.com and there'll be some more information on that and the ability to, to get the book if, if they're interested. And I certainly hope and pray they will. Excellent. Andy, thank you so much for your time. I have one more question for you. Absolutely. For our audience out here who are listening today, who maybe can relate with a struggle, like you're saying, doesn't have to be a health struggle, but what would be your biggest Bible verses or biggest tips with people struggling with something like this? (laughs) Wow. That's, That's a question that would take me hours to do, but I would keep coming back to the first two prescriptions. Number one, know that God is real. And number two, understand God is the hero in this. We have a tendency when we're suffering and struggling to put the finger of blame on God, and we forget all about the enemy and Satan and the problems that he caused. So if I could at least get to those first two, God is real. He's going to take you through this. God is the hero. He's not the perpetrator. Those two things alone will at least kind of get them on that right pathway, but there's a whole lot more to go in the book that goes along with that. Well, guys, check out his website, whenskiesaren'tblue.com. Andy, thanks again for being here today. And if I can have you end our podcast with a prayer, I would really appreciate it. You got it. Let's go ahead and pray. Father, thank you so much. I just thank you so much that I have this opportunity to be able to do this. It's been quite a, a journey I have been through, and just to be able to share the the lessons that uh, I've learned from you over the years, to be able to help others that are struggling as well. And Father, I have no doubt there are many that are listening right now whose skies have been darkened by the enemy. It just feels so dark, and they're not even seeing a way to see blue skies again. And I pray they understand those skies are out there, that you're out there, and you want to be able to brighten those skies again. And so I pray if they feel so inclined uh, that maybe the book will be tremendously helpful for that and that your Holy Spirit will work through that and do something really cool, really special in their lives. God, above all and above everything else, Father, thank you for that time when our skies will be eternally blue, when we will be with you in paradise forever, and that can only come through your Son. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. You've just listened to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast with your host, Pastor Chris Busher. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast was recorded live in studio with final editing made before uploading. Subscribe today to Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast on iTunes or Google Play. For more fantastic daily content, visit Pastor Chris Busher online via Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't miss the next episode on Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast.